Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 15, Text 49 and 50. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. <clears throat> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Shambhastarupasprishya. Daiva Pahata Chaitasa. Nipetur Vyavasa Sarve Salilante Kurudvaha Vikshatanta Tatabutam Krishna Yogeshvarashvara Kikshyamrita Varshinya Svanatan Sama Jivayat. As soon as they touched the poison water, all the cows and boys lost their consciousness by divine power of the Lord and felt lifeless at the water's edge. O hero of the Kurus, seeing them in such a condition, Lord Krishna, the master of all mystic potency, felt compassion for these devotees who had no other, had no Lord other than himself. Thus he immediately brought them back to life by showering his nectarian glances upon them. <clears throat> Omegana timirandasya gananjana shalakaya chaksur unmulatamyena tasmai shri gurave namaha shri chaitanyamano vishtam stapitamyena bhutale Sayam rupa kadamayam dadati sapadantikam mancha kalpa tarubhyascha kripa sindhu bhayevacha patitanam bhavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya <coughs> Prabhu Nityananda Siyadvaita Gadadhar Shivas Adigor Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So greetings from Vishuddha Ayurvedic Hospital in Kerala and I'm finishing up my stay here. Um, I think it, the, the treatment is really effective to just completely detox um, the body. And uh, yeah, so I'm pretty good. It's, it's Swiss. The main clients is people from Switzerland. So it's so Swiss organized. Yeah, I don't need a, a clean bathroom every day, but they do it. Okay, I think it was worth it at my age, in my 73rd year um, to do that. But today was one of the last days, so there were actually quite a few different treatments and it was a codicy. 
So I really didn't get a chance to prepare and go forward like I usually do. So um, I will just review, maybe give a little bit more depth and detail to the, the pastime. Um, but, you know, in Puri, the talk that I want to give um, is called uh, the two, uh, uh, the reason for the Lord's internal descent, two stories. <clears throat> and I want to, I know most of you have heard it, but I think in kind of a more in-depth way when you actually just, um, when you actually just summarize something or and there are two reasons because what what is the reason for the lord's descent he took the mood and body of sri radha to experience his own sweetness Tasting God means loving God. That's why the Bhagavatam is so important because it gives us faith, aspiration, gives us the goal. Our goal is happiness. This is happiness. This is happiness. And we have to have faith because to achieve a goal, you have to work hard. And you have to believe that it's worth it. The Bhagavatam convinces you that it's worth it, that it's worth the little, the minimal sacrifice in terms compared to what yogic processes demand. Minimal. And somehow we all have to come together. We all have to come to this together. Nourish ourselves and, and really make that our goal. Harinama, 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 Eva Kevalam, Kalona, Steva, Nasteva, Steva, Gatir, Anyata. There is no other way. Kaler Doshe, Nidhe Rajan. This Kali Yuga is an ocean of faults, but there's one good quality. It's simply by chanting the name of Krishna, one can get liberation. That's why in the Bhakti Sandarva, in the introduction, it has that beautiful statement Devotion in the form of kirtan is unlimitedly merciful to those who are devoid of a sense of false prestige. And that's how the material world works, especially the Kali Yuga, to diminish prestige. 
because it's very hard to accrue any of the accoutrements of prestige. Because if you have the accoutrements of prestige, so bhakti, devotion doesn't come from pride. One thing pride does, pride makes you feel entitled and someone who's entitled, they can't feel mercy. If you don't feel mercy, you'll have no love in your heart. If you have no love in your heart, you can't chant the holy name with feeling. So Kali Yuga diminishes the false prestige. Janmai Shvarya Shruta Shribir Tvam. One who has that understanding that everything is God's. and sees that with love because it invokes the mood of devotion and service. What is Maya? Maya is the illusion that things are separate from God, which we want for our own sense of ego, that sense of control and domination. So we don't have Janma, we don't have Aishvarya, we don't have Shruta, we don't have Sri. And if we do get them, it ruins the heart of love. And we see that in the modern world with the rich and famous. Where is that saintliness? The most you get is what's called virtue signaling. You talk about helping people and you live in huge mansions in Los Angeles. But you'll, you know, speak. But what's the fact? Janmaishvarya, Shruta Shribir, become intoxicated with those things. So we're in a good position to call out to Krishna for help and, 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 and experience his, his mercy. Um, so we need to become inspired by the goal. That's how we become detached in Krishna consciousness, not by the Gyanic analysis. That may assist to some degree, but it's not as powerful as Vishya Vinivartante Niraharasyadena Vasorajam Vasopyasya Param Drishva Navartate Vishya Vinivartan Niraharasyadena one who has a higher taste the taste of love the taste of devotion the taste of service the taste of respect humility and tolerance We all have to aspire to be Vaishnavas. We have to all aspire to be Vaishnavas. Gopi Bharta Parakamala Dasa Dasa Anudasa to become the servant of the servant of the servant of the servant. We all have to learn to clasp our hands before our chest 
and look at the world. These hands are for you. Look at the deities. These hands are for you. Look at God. These hands are for you. And it's such a struggle because of our samskaras. Being born in Kali Yuga, being born in various dysfunctional families. Most people. <laughs> but that's our advantage. That's our advantage. Our advantage is our disadvantage. The understanding how helpless we are. It's hard to become proud. And if we do, then everything gets ruined. And that's also the history of Krishna consciousness movement. I was visiting the Brooklyn Temple in 1972. <clears throat> Great bottom and, and really fired up devotees. It was powerful. And I told this story before that we were listening to not a tape of Prabhupada, but someone who summarized the tape and then Prabhupada made that statement that stuck in my mind. If all my disciples became Krishna conscious, we can take over the world in 18 days. Krishna will give us the world. But would it be good for our Krishna consciousness or would it inflate our ego? That's why St. Augustine, when he was asked, what's the most important thing in spiritual elevation? And he said three things, humility, humility, humility. Now, before I go to this verse, we're all struggling. <laughs> we're all struggling, but we have to come, we have to hear, we have to try to move forward. Anyway, the other morning, so I want, I'm not sure if I'm gonna do this, I'll do this seminar. And the way I've been preparing for it, because I've been teaching it, by just been reading through the verses and then meditating on them. I'm trying to put it almost to memory. Um, so I went through the Ramananda Sambad to try to get deeper and deeper, deeper and deeper into it. Then if I have time, Uddhava visits Vrindavan. We get deeper and deeper into it. And I asked, because I was reading it again. And then it had this incredible description of, of Krishna entering Vrindavan. Because for Uddhava to understand the separation of the gopis, he has to understand more deeply what they were missing. So by the Leela Shakti, when he came, instead of seeing depression initially and of intense separation, 
Krishna from Krishna. He saw Vrindavan alive. He, he saw Vrindavan alive. So it's a scene and it was full of sounds and color and, and fragrance of Vrindavan. Love is offered through the senses, even in the spiritual world. Love is offered through the senses. They are the spiritual senses. So he comes in with his new chariot. And he looks around and then and he sees like bulls. I forgot what it's called. You know, fighting over a fertile cow. And then he sees cows with huge milk bags hanging to the ground, chasing their beautiful calves. And then he sounds, he listens, and then he hears, he hears incredible kirtans of glorifying Krishna. And then he begins to look around. And the residents of Vrindavan for the pleasure of Krishna are so beautifully, incredibly beautifully dressed. And then some of them is the banging of pots and the milking of cows and the mooing of cows. And then all the paraphernalia for worship, making the opulence. And that's all surrounded by the forest with its beautiful lakes and blooming trees. So that's a nice Krishna Anu Shilanam, a nice little remembrance of Krishna. So I find by reading it again and again, first doing it with the purports, now just through the verses, you have something to think about. You have something to think about. So now we can maybe describe a, li a little more of this pastime and there's one word in the Sanskrit, tata bhutam. It means that condition. That condition. Why does it describe that condition? Because it usually gives the quite details, but what, what is that condition? And who would want to hear the description of maybe the legs and, and, and arms and faces of, of the coward boys? Even I don't want to say it, twisting and being poisoned. And, you know, it's too much. And he's got to be sensitive to Maharaj Brickett, who has so much love for Krishna that certain things you don't even want to hear. Like if someone's afraid of snakes, they don't even want to see a video of a snake. They don't even want to hear the word. 
And if you have love for Krishna, you don't want to hear about the coward boys being poisoned. But this Leela or this drama is how God has decided to enjoy that concept of God that's always been. You can't ask why, because there's no cause. <laughs> Otherwise, God is subjected to something else. But with our reasoning, we can understand that it's a reasonable conception and with our practice, we can experience it. And it's certainly more reasonable or at or as if reasonable as the other conception of reality from nothing came something. Isn't that interesting? There's two conceptions of reality and one must be true. And both are inconceivable. Both are inconceivable. They're both reasonably inconceivable to us. But one must be true. So which is more reasonable, that something came out of nothing or something was always existing? And if something was always existing, it is what it is now. with feelings and emotions and forms and color. But it reaches its perfection in love. And this is what it looks like, according to what Vyasadeva saw in his meditation. This is what it looks like. Reality is beautiful. I'm working now on a Monday morning greetings. Let's see if I finish it. The, the, this word Borijan made up, but I'm gonna put it into the, the English language. The hecticity of, of traveling. So now that's a new word. This is how it starts. Borijan made up the word to describe his life. The hecticity The hecticity of travel. I'm going to be traveling and organizing a retreat and dealing with the minor problems that come up. Um, Yeah, and also writing a Monday <clears throat> morning greetings. So I was with Krishna Shetra Maharaj. He's my neighbor. My other neighbor is Bhaktivedanta Goswami. My other neighbor is His Holiness Ranjan Swami. And it's really like a paradise of Sadhu Sangha. <clears throat> 
It's really great for me. I don't get these opportunities too often. I'm really relishing it. So I was speaking with Krishna Shetra Maharaj and he shared with me just a paragraph of the, a new article that he's writing called, uh, it's about an argument against the existence of God called the divine hiddenness argument, which basically goes, if there are people that are reasonable and not resisting, if God is loving, why isn't he present before them? So I asked Krishna Shetra's Maharaj's permission because I only saw one paragraph. I'm always looking for a Monday morning greetings to write. So would you mind if I do this, write this Monday morning greetings? And uh, so I began writing it. And I, you know, I, I said, that one of the things I like to do is apologetics, the reasonable defense of faith. So I, I gave five arguments against that argument. Let's see if I have time to finish it. The one is the fallacy of, I made it up, the fallacy of weak definition. All, this argument is all dependent upon what is reasonable. And, and non-resistant, someone is non-resistant. What's reasonable and non-resistant? It's a lot deeper than just the qualities of agreeableness or openness. I was remembering there was a, a, I was just a lecture by a psychologist. He was being interviewed by a theist. But the theist suspected that the psychologist believed in God. He was giving so many lectures and he was becoming famous and he was always talking about objective truth and principles. And, and so he said, so he said, I just, do you, do you believe in God? There was a long, 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 long silence. A long, long silence. And he was thinking, I was thinking of, I don't know. But he was thinking, I don't know, in terms of, do I actually believe in God if I am not following his will and how difficult that is, how difficult that is to submit yourself to the, to the acquisist, submit yourself, acquisist to a, a absolute truth So just being reasonable and agreeable and open-minded is not just a qualification, God, show me yourself. You have to want God. Wanting God is not just I'm reasonable and I'm open. Go into your heart 
and see, do you really want God? Are we really re ready to surrender? It's a tough thing. It's a tough thing for me to think about. One God brother just contacted me and uh, I, I, it seems I have to answer one message, excuse me. I'm sorry to do this, but it's, a, it's crazy times. Sorry, I thought I had a call. So that would be my first challenge. I'm open to God. Are you open to God? Do you really want your life to be guided by the absolute truth rather than your opinions and whims? So I would say that's the argument by the weakness of superficial definition. Then the second argument against this, I, I, I named as the argument, the argument of, let's make you a good title right now. The argument of a super, superficial understanding of mercy. Let's say these people are qualified to, to see God that are just reasonable and non-resistant. Let's say they really want it deeply in their hearts. So who, who's to say that God's mercy is that they give it that they give it immediately rather than create some longing with it? The third argument would be the argument from a superficial understanding of perception. That perception is just the eyes, it's not, it's the attitude, it's the attention. There's many stories of God standing before people and them not recognizing him, them. Then the fourth argument would be the argument, the argument of having a superficial understanding of what it means to, what it means for a person to be present before you. And I've made this argument, what is a person? It's his love. It's not just his form. You're not gonna understand God by just seeing a form. 
You understand God by seeing his heart, just as you understand everybody else by seeing their heart. You don't see a person's heart, you don't see the person. And that heart is given to people who have a certain qualification. Otherwise they can't see a person. Anyway, that's, that's kind of some of the stuff I'm doing. So, and then the point that I remember that I think was really powerful is this concept of Amrita Barshina, the rain, the, the rain of mercy, Krishna's vision, the rain of mercy. See, compassion, God's compassion, it represents his will, which is controlling the whole universe. So if you can invoke the compassion of God, anything is possible. Anything is possible. And therefore, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, don't try to see God, but try to act in a way that God wants to see you. Everyone is attracted by humility. Everyone is attracted by someone who has seva bhav. Everyone is attracted by someone who has legitimate compassion. Everyone is attracted by someone who is devotional. Trinata pi saniche na tarora pi sahishnana. Amanina, Madinena, Kirtaniya, Siddha, Hari. One should chant the holy name of the Lord in a humble state of mind, thinking oneself lower than the straw in the street, more tolerant than a tree, devoid of all sense of false prestige, and ready to offer all respects to others in such a state of mind, one can chant constantly. It's such a struggle. We have demons within our, ourselves of, of, of the material qualities. I'm old, I'm 73. Don't wait your whole life to try to become a Vaishnava. Give up your pettiness now and serve others, respect others, have no demands for yourself. Okay, I'm uh, 
I'm going to end today. There's a few things we have to do, but Shimuna Jai is there. She could say if there's anything that struck her, and then Gail may have a question. Others may have some realization. Thank you so much for class. Um, I really was struck, and I think you've told the story before about the do you believe in God aspect. Yeah. And yeah. not being able to say that just every time I hear it, can I say, like the scientist is so thoughtful, can I say I really believe in God if I'm not actually walking the walk? Because belief is more than like you're saying, just, oh yeah, it's a conceptual thing. So every time I hear that, that really hits me so deeply. Can I actually say I believe in God if I'm not walking the walk? So thank you for that reminder. Thank you. And absorb these realizations, and then you can share them when you're doing your teaching. Try, right. Okay. See you in a few days. I'm bringing Kirtaniers. They won't all be there the first day, but I'm bringing three out of the top five Madango players in the world. Beautiful. <laughs> Can't wait. They're up there. They're, 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 they're really up there. So but they won't be there the first day. They, they, they went to another retreat. And uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Raj. Okay. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Anybody else? Yes, Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Yeah, it's so interesting that this subject of um, do we really want God comes up because yesterday morning, we spent a long time over the same conversation in um, Jai Jagannath's class, Bhagavatam class. You know, was, the, the question came up in the form of, you know, what is our fear of success? You know, success in Krishna consciousness. So it took that form, that question, you know? So Which it was question? very. Excuse me? Which I, I don't understand what point. Which point? You you were saying you were rephrasing um, the question as do we really want God? Yeah. Right. And so that he same question. He, he was discussing a similar thing, huh? Yeah, in the form of, you know, what is our fear of success in Krishna consciousness, basically? Well, yeah, the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So just we were like, talking a long just time like about at that. one of my Vyas Pujas. When Yadanath put on that skit, who wants to be a sannyasi? Mm -hmm. And as this, as the person was going towards sannyas, he was losing his house in Vrindavan. He was losing his bank account. He was losing, you know, you mm -hmm. want success, right? I don't know if you remember that one. Well, I remember the skit. I didn't remember that that the the details. Yeah, it was who wants to be a sannyasi? Because there's you know who wants to be a millionaire. So yeah. you lose more and more things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, Maharaj, you know that your second argument it has something to do with mercy. Can you repeat that? Yeah, th th their argument is if someone is reasonable and without resistance, why won't God be present? Mm -hmm. Right. So mm -hmm. the first argument I gave against that is you have a very cheap definition of non-resistant and reasonable. 
The second argument is even if you person was that mm -hmm. right ready, who's to say that the best thing for the best thing would be for God to give them that presence immediately? Look at the story of of Narada Muni, right? He disappeared mm -hmm. for his benefit. Mm -hmm. So what is God's mm -hmm. mercy? Is he appearing for us or not appearing for us? Mm. It depends. And right. Krishna Shetramarj in his article further discussed that in terms of separation. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I'm trying, Gail. I have to come up with something every week. <laughs> You know, and wherever I get it, I have to run with it. It's not that I can manufacture unlimited. No, but this, this is a good one. This is a good. I'm looking forward to this one. Let's see if I can finish it because, you know, tomorrow is my last day here. Then I travel. I'll be leaving here at two in the morning. It means I'll be getting up at midnight. And. Uh, but I'll miss the place. The people are wonderful here. Really, really wonderful people. And uh, yeah, okay. Anyone else like to share a realization, say something, say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you very hello. much. This is Krishna Vrita. And I have a question. Is humility also a mercy? So how can we gain, how we can obtain it? Is humility also mercy? Well, to have humility is mercy. How to get it, the whole material world is, is not allowing us to be the controller and enjoyer. The world, hearing the Shastra, is that mercy to make us humble. Associating with sadhus, Pradumna Prabhu, my dear Godbrother, gave the concept of sadhu sarg. Sadhu Sarg is friction with a sadhu. And what's the friction? The truth and our avoidance of it. So there's so many ways where it can invoke humility. Okay, thank you. A nice guy. Anybody else? Say hello. Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. Thanks so much for the class. Thanks, Tota. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Almost half the people here are going to be in India or more. So that's nice. Anybody else? Hey, Krishna Gamaraj, just welcome to thank you for class. You're all trimmed up, getting ready for Vrindavan. Yeah. Do they, they, they get it at the beauty salon or you go to a barber? Or no. Roger cut it for me uh, on, on uh, Sunday. Okay, good. Looks good. Looks good. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. I'm going to head out and do a few things. Okay. Hi, Bo. Who else? Hare Krishna, Guru Darbar. Hare Krishna. Amala, always nice to see you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be with Yugala. Yes. And her mother, your friend. Yeah. I know you're friends with her mother. And Tamal and his wife. He'll, he'll get married yeah. the day Tamal before. wife, yeah. <laughs> okay. Haribo. Anybody else? 
Okay, I looked at the thing, I know everybody there. Bunch of culpa to the dish,